A man is asked to donate his blood. He is unwilling. His blood will save the life of a young girl and return her future to her, yet unwilling nonetheless. Why? How could a man refuse to save another person in an act that will cost him, in essence, nothing? Because listeners, this is no ordinary man. Oh no, this man's blood contains a uniqueness all unto its own. They shouldn't take his blood. Welcome, listeners, to your remastered old-time radio episodes, Don't Take My Blood, from the Creaking Door series. All clicks and pops and ear-gouging music scores reduced and managed for your lovely ears. Pour yourself a delicious hot beverage. Turn off the lights. Think of nothing but feel for the man whose blood he dares not share. I have flown. I have sailed. I have moved about this world of ours. And ever in search of the finest of its kind, we bring you the tops in spine chillers. The manufacturers of State Express 3-5 Filter King cigarettes take pleasure in presenting The Creaking Perfected after years of constant research by our master blenders, and the recent development of an entirely new process which gives you an even smoother 3 5 smoke. We promise you, it's the smoothest cigarette you can get. Move in world class, get the taste of new smooth. State Express 3-5s today. 
has a very ordinary sort of name. John Smith. What could be more ordinary than that? But he is a most unusual man, really. Take his blood group, for instance. His blood group is group A, B. Very rare indeed. As the doctor is pointing out to him. Only 2% of people belong to group AB, Mr. Smith. I know my group is very rare. And this young girl is dying. She must have a transfusion as soon as possible, otherwise she will die. There's absolutely no doubt about that. But surely I'm not the only person with this type of blood in the area. No doubt there are other people, but we don't know everyone's blood group offhand, just like that. We depend, as you know, on blood donors. You're the only registered donor in this area. But, but there must be someone else. Believe me, Mr. Smith, there isn't. Anyway, giving a transfusion isn't anything to worry about. There's nothing to it. I've given blood before. I know that. Then you'll help us? You'll help the young girl? I, I can't. I, I can't go through that again. I won't. You've no right to ask oh, me. Please, Mr. Smith, calm down. What I'm asking isn't that terrible. Yes, it is. But you said you're... You don't know what you're asking. I can't do it. Mr. Smith, unless young Beryl Rogers receives a transfusion of blood, type NB blood, she will most certainly die. There must be somebody else who can do it. Why pick on me? I've told you why, Mr. Smith. You're the only registered donor in the area. Well, then what about outside the area? What about blood banks? You keep supplies of blood under refrigeration these days, don't you? Our own local supplies of AB blood from the blood bank are exhausted. To find supplies elsewhere and fly them here would take too long. The girl would die. Oh, hang it all, man. All I'm asking you to do is give a pint of your blood. That's all. Not your life. No. That's not what you're asking. And you don't know what you're asking. I can't do it. I can't. Very well. And then there's nothing more I can do. Well, I can't force you, I'm afraid. There is, unfortunately, no law which says that one must give blood. But I hope, Mr. Smith, that you'll be able to live with your conscience after tonight. After this young girl dies because you won't help. Then I hope you can face yourself in the mirror each day. It wouldn't be saving her. Don't you understand? It wouldn't. It would be only postponing something which might as well be ended now. This girl's life has already ended. Unless you can find someone else to help. You're the only one, Mr. Smith. I've told you before. You're the only one. Her only chance. Then if I'm her only chance, she hasn't got one. You refuse to help her? Yes. Mr. Smith, this is a free country. You have every right to say that. You must have a very good reason for letting a young girl go to an untimely death like this. I have. Won't you tell me what it is? You wouldn't believe me. Nobody believes me. I promise. I, I listen with an open mind. You see, the girl's father is waiting outside to hear your decision. I'll have to tell him something. All right. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what's been making my life a nightmare for the last three years. I first registered as a blood donor about three and a half years ago. As you said, my group is the rarest. There aren't many donors. But also, there aren't so many people needing transfusions. So it was about five months before I was called on to help. He was a young man. Derek Evans. 
I still remember his name. He'd been badly cut up in a motor accident. They phoned me from this hospital at about two in the morning. I came along here and gave two pints of blood. It, it saved young Derek's life. At least that's what we all thought. But it didn't save his life, really. It only saved him a far more horrible death. Two or three days after I'd given the blood, I, I came along to the hospital to see how he was getting on. By this time, he was sitting up in bed looking quite well again. I was interested to see the man whose life had been saved by my blood, I suppose. But also, I, I felt I had to see him. You see, Doctor, my blood was flowing in his veins. Already I felt a strange sort of kinship with him. I sat on the chair beside his bed. I smiled at him. Well, how are you feeling? Oh, fine, fine. It's uh, funny to think about it, isn't it? What? Uh, well, that, that your blood is now flowing around my body. Through my brain and making me think and breathe. Yes. Yes, it is. Although I must confess, I, I don't feel any different. 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 Son's engaged to be married. 
Who is this? Please, this is very important. Could you tell me what his fiancée's name is? Aurelia. Please, it, it's, it's very important. Well, I, I don't know what business this can possibly be of yours. But her name is Jill. somehow known somewhere in the dark recesses of my mind that that was the name she was going to say. Jill. The name which I'd heard Derek call out in my in my vision. I was tummy. For a long time I, I walked about like that man in days. Was it possible that the fact that my blood was flowing in his veins had somehow given me the ability to see into Derek's future? Too unbelievable to contemplate. Finally, I, I decided to return to the hospital and tell him the whole story. It might well be nothing but nonsense, but at least he should be warned, I thought. I phoned to check when I'd be allowed to see him. What name was that again? E Evans. Derek Evans. E he was in a motor accident. Oh, uh, that, Mr. Evans. I'm afraid it will be no use coming to see him, sir. Why not? He was discharged from hospital two days ago. I phoned his home, of course. But his mother told me that he'd gone away for a week or so into the country to convalesce. She must have been a little suspicious of me making odd phone calls by this time. Because she refused to tell me if I could get in touch with him. But looking back, it wouldn't have been any good anyway. At the time, I told myself that I was behaving hysterically over nothing and tried to put the whole thing from my mind. I succeeded, too, up to a point, until a couple of days later. I bought the evening paper, as usual, and there it was, staring me in the face. A young man, Derek Evans, was last day in the quicksand, not far from the village of Maidside. His fiancée, Jill Worthing, was with him. Escaped her. So now you see, Doctor, why I'm not going to give this young girl any of my blood. My blood is evil. It brings about death in the most horrible fashion. And worse than that, I know about it in advance. the taste of new smooth State Express 3.5s today. We promise you, it's the smoothest cigarette you can get. It's a blend that has been perfected after years of constant research by our master blenders and the recent development of an entirely new process which gives you an even smoother 3.5 smoke. promise you, it's the smoothest cigarette you can get. Move in world class. Get the taste of new smooth State Express 3.5s today.
John. Count Dracula down here is getting quite restless. He wants John to look into his future by giving him some of his blood for the good old-fashioned way. <laughs> Then you're quite out of it. Oh, for heaven's sake, why can't you leave me alone? You don't seem to understand what you're asking. I told you it's happened four times in the past, and each time I've lived under a terrible shadow of doom and until the person concerned has died. But look, if you believe what you say to be true, then one can take precautions. Take Derek Evans, for instance. He could have been prevented from going away into the country. The tragedy could have been avoided. I said that with Rose Warwick. But at least in her case, I was sure that my vision couldn't possibly come true. What happened? Rose was a cripple. I gave her blood, saved her life. Then I saw her quite clearly in my mind's eye. She was screaming for help, and there was ice all around her and ice skating. The more I thought about it, the more impossible it was. She couldn't even walk, let alone skate. At last, I thought this sequence was going to be broken. I should be free. And what happened? She was in a crowded cinema when it caught fire. She dies, burnt to death. And the film that was showing was called Winter Wonderland. All about ice skating. Are you going to save my daughter's life, or are you going to let her die? I can't do it, Mr. Rogers. Maybe your daughter Bella will live without my assistance. That's quite impossible. And we only have about 15 minutes left at the outside. I can't do it. You're, you're a monster. That's what you are. A monster. Now, listen to me, Mr. Smith. I promise you one thing. If you don't help my little girl and she dies, I'll kill you. All right. All right, what's the use? You don't want to understand either of you. I'll do it. Good. But I'm warning you. I won't be saving your daughter's life, Mr. Rogers. I'll just be keeping her alive so that she can die in a much more horrible fashion. How's the respiration? Normal, Doctor. And the donor? I'm trying. Don't worry about me. She's already getting some color in her cheeks. All right, nurse, remove the needle. Very well, doctor. Mr. Smith, I can't thank you enough. 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 Strangling her. I haven't 
saved this poor girl, Doctor. She's going to be murdered. inside me. It must be nice blood because I'm feeling much better. I'm glad. How old are you, Belle? Sixteen. Nearly seventeen. When are you leaving hospital? About a week, the doctor said. You... You will be careful, won't you? You're such a pretty girl. Careful? What what do you mean? Nothing. Nothing. Just be careful. I pray this doesn't come true this time. Sound. 
down there with you. It's not him, Mike. <laughs> He's showing me some new dance steps. <laughs> well, I think it's time we went home. You must get some sleep. You'll never get out of work in the morning.
down here. I'm sure he'll find that he has a few blood brothers, in fact. <laughs> So, what do you reckon? Does his blood have powers? Or is he insane? Could the blood pact he makes with his victims, and I use that term loosely, be real? Is he seeing their fate and in essence creating a bond that no other human possesses? The ability to see not only into the future, but also their last moments. As always, old time radios throw a curveball when it comes to these kind of stories, and as always, highly original. Did you see the ending of this one coming? Or did it trick you with the other guy who sounded kind of dodgy? I'm going to admit it, I thought it was going to be predictably our main man murdering her lover. But nope, it was the main man himself. Yeesh. Either way, a classic tale. Now, I haven't done this in a while, and I'm absolutely stoked to get a chance to find the time to do this. Shoutouts, oh yeah. I'm going to give shoutouts to this week's top 10 listeners, the listeners that send me emails and communications, recent likes and follows on SoundCloud, and my YouTube gang. Let's do this. Now bear in mind, this is a long one. I haven't done it in ages, but I want to try and cover as many people as possible. So totally understand if you skip this part, but you might be in it. So if you're skipping this part, have a fantastic weekend. If not, strap yourself in. First is the top 10 listeners of this week. Number 1, Lloyd Draken, Oren Schneider, Craig Matthew, Scott Hins, Agony, Ark Brown 8364, Doug Hill 2, User 51225-9271, I'd love to know the name behind that user, so I can thank them, Mary Cullen, of course, and Conray Badger. A special mention in this list goes to Star Eve 2099 who not only leaves awesome SoundCloud comments on the episodes, but also points out when I've got to skip. When I've got to skip. <laughs> and for these special people who are liking and loving the show, with likes and retweets. Recently I've got Ryan Doan, White Rose Black Sun, Craig Matthew, Will Berman, Adrenaline Junkie, Cadavercast, oh my goodness, so glad to see you on here. If you haven't checked their show out, please check out Cadavercast, a brilliant and father and son monster film review podcast. Not only worth your time, but also family friendly. Ariel Yang, Marion Perez, Sniped IT, Chad Warren, Arkan Brother, Caden Rollins, and Arleaf Yang, who was actually a recent contributor. And now some shout outs to my recent followers on SoundCloud. I got Michael Gastello, Cecil Sherwood, Niaga Plana, the Cube Entertainment, Rissy, Sorcerer, Tessa, Radfamist, and Captain Muffin7. Thank you all for following. And now onto those who have reached out to me. As always, Matthew Bauer. What a top bloke. A big shout out to you mate for all the support you give to this channel. And all the love you send my way. 
Ashley Pendorf, for all your awesome comments. I hope your lizards are doing great. Gage Moonlight, for your recent submission. Sean Adams, who submitted a Let's Not Meet. A big thank you, mate. Amaru Orari, for your support and lovely email. Thank you so much. And Jessica Allen, for your lovely, lovely support. Thank you so much. And now for some iTunes podcast reviews. Haven't done these in ages and I always love reading them. Amazing. I've been listening to this podcast since last week and I'm loving it so far. Keep it up. Well, a big thank you to Cage Moonlight for that one. Oh my gosh. Like, oh my gosh, this dude is awesome at narration. A big thank you to Moonlady84578 for that one. 10 out of 10 by AB556. I found SFGT through Let's Not Meet and have been binging ever since. I love how often episodes are posted and the fact that you can hear how genuine the host is. Great podcast. Well, you guys and gals are just brilliant listeners. It's a two-way street. Thanks for all the support. Tanya from Oz, with the alias Just a 8806 I'm really glad I found this podcast. I love the variety of stories from all different countries and the old-time radio. Now that's timely. I've been hooked for a few months now. Originally, his voice reminded me of a play school presenter, but it's grown on me. And the sound and tone is perfect. Thank you so much, Tanya. And lastly, Love It by Angry Yindi. I recently just picked up this podcast from a friend and I love it already. Keep up the great work. Thank you so much, mate. And lastly, by no means least, my YouTube gang slash community. A big thank you to these supporters. JCK, Nancy Mastio, Drew and Carly, Irie Munoz, Teresa Jones, Michelle Bates, Lisa D. Ginger Snaps, Tigra Renee, 97 Scarlet Witch, Vanessa Martinez, Matthew J. Bauer, of course, for all your awesome support, Jose Cuaves, Mary Grace, Jean M. Y., Kendall Taylor, Deadpool Mom, Leslie Foster, SNF, Angie Lawson, Mammy Kitten, <laughs> Superman, Man of Steel, good to know that Superman has my back, Moldavite Angel, Hidden One, Tasha Really, Nino Brown, 17, Hobbs Coblin, Brandon Teppelin, Omega Wolf, Sky Chieftain, B. Hay, Morpheus Murphy, Tommy Vines, Crowblood666, Wood T, Cloud, Francis Giannotti, Kitty Everhart, Rachel Lange, Gina Powell, Dark Shiki, Lady of Feywood, and Lisa Dasher. There's a fair bit more to go to, but for now that's all I'll cover. If I have missed you and you want a shout out, just let me know. Simple as that. I love giving shout outs and thanks to all of you. And a big thank you to you listening. Have a fantastic weekend, folks. And this weekend in Australia is a long weekend. So you may or may not get an episode from me on Monday. But I'll see what I can do. You never know. <laughs> I may be eating loads of pizza, drinking bucket loads of tea, and watching terrible, terrible old, old 1940s films. And having a great time. As always, listeners, till next time.